Hello, how's it going? Uh, got the music going stuff. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Just glad to be back. Yeah, so the episode five I was doing, um, somehow it cut me off. So I have to, I have to do an episode two for episode one of five. <laughs> so here's, here's episode five's finish. Um, and like I said, I was talking about the installation inside the attic spaces and how, which area is, is different. So now we're using, um, some different installation in the newer houses in California. They're using a new type of installation. It's kind of new and old. It's from 2017. It's a foam installation that goes along the sheathing and is provided to reduce the heat uh, from exterior and the cool from exterior to interior. So it keeps the attic space really nice and cool. Uh, it doesn't matter what time of the year it is. and also keeps the house itself very energy sufficient as well. Now this foam can be used uh, in multiple different types of housing setups. If it's a brand new house, older house, it can be always uh, implemented and added. So if that's what you want to do, um, you can do that. And it's best to have it done though. Uh, after a new roof has been uh, put in. So when a new roof is put in, then you may want to add that, and that will provide uh, better protection. But I hope everybody's doing good today, and uh hope the sky is not too rainy. If it's rainy, if it's sunny, here in California we are hot, about 102 to 104 degrees. I know it's not really that hot in some places, but this is as hot for me. Excuse <clears throat> me. So... <clears throat> We go up to about 118 degrees weather here in California. So it's, it's very common uh, that once in a while we may actually get hot weather. And we, you know, that's how it is in the United States, I guess. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so the houses, we're implementing new ways in conservation for energy by adding into the attic spaces. And there's a few different ways we could do that. So we can add... Let's see, we can add in the uh, batting installation along the sheathing and strap that in, like we were talking about earlier in Season 5, Episode 1. Um, we can add it. It's called netted installation. They just net or strap an installation to the sheathing. There's foam installation uh, to the sheathing. There's regular uh, fiberglass curl that goes inside the attic space. There's blown installation, which is more common nowadays. Um, and now other companies are actually implementing in new ways to kind of stretch that out. So they'll put in the, the blown installation, which is a white fluff. Uh, and then they'll put in batting over that to help keep it even more insulated. It's called double installation. And some people pay extra for this. And other contractors will just add it in in certain areas where it's necessary. So it really depends if you're if you're buying a house anywhere in America or outside of America, your biggest importance is going to be insulation. Either an R8, which is the natural installation uh, for keeping a house if, if, from being cool or too hot. You definitely want to get an R8 uh, if your walls or thin walls are getting too hot. If you can boost that to an R14. R12, that'd be great. That is the basis for uh, pink installation. Then there's yellow installation. And a lot of people ask me, what's the difference between pink installation and yellow installation? 
well, we don't use pink that much anymore. We're switching over to the yellow installation or yellow because or white installation. Sorry. So yellow installation changes colors. Uh, if there's too much airflow going through, it'll turn black or turn white ish. If it's white installation, it's easier to identify if there's leaks um, in AC units heating units, attic spaces, certain areas that you want to put those. But yeah, definitely want to look at your installation and see what kind you have. Um, we are also looking at areas lately in the attic space where the trusses are missing and they've just foamed instead of adding trusses. So trusses are a metal bracket that goes on the left and the right hand side or attaches on each side of a piece of wood, a two by four, two by six. And it the two by four, two by six is connected to another piece of wood and these trusses, these metal squares or rectangles, will go on each side and clamp together on the wood. And you'll hammer them in. It allows additional uh weight and it keeps a structural sound for a roof. It's very good to have trusses nowadays. We started out started trusses back in the late 70s, 78, 79 and we've kind of adapted them over the years. Uh, but they've pretty much been the same same look. It's just gotten bigger and wider. Uh, just like king studs, you know. King studs have gotten bigger. We started king studs back in the 60s and late 60s and early 70s. And we've actually advanced those king studs to an upper and lower king stud on a foundation that's not lifted. So a slab foundation. And uh, if you're building a house... You're going to build that foundation first, the plumbing, the foundation above that. Electrical setup will come through there. Um, you'll have your holes and set up for that. And then, so you'll have your, always we're going to have our plumbers come in first, do their, our contractors, grading contractors, and then grading contractors will leave. Plumbers will come in, do their thing. They will leave. Electricians will come in, and then you'll have the foundation contractor come in. Uh, and then you'll have your foundation and then you start building your mud sails and then you start building the house and the lower uh, kingstead and then you'll when you get up to the door framing you'll be in the garage or in the main living area you'll start you'll start setting up your upper king studs and uh, it's the basic process of a house being built king studs just have more of a pressure and a structural hold than our old construction methods and we're usually using what four by fours now in most houses. So you'll have four by fours or uh, six by sixes near the front, and then four by fours in the middle, and then upper story. Um, you'll probably have your four by fours, and then you'll, of course you have your over uh, your door framing, your girders, your main girders uh, for the upper portion, and then you'll have your attic setup. So adding installation really helps control the temperature in the house. Without attic installation, we won't have proper control of a second story or a primary story, just a single story house. Because that attic that, that gets the hottest in the whole house. Your walls may feel hot, but you have stucco, you have insulation, you have uh, sheetrock, you know, there's a lot of things we have. So you don't have to worry about that too much because you'll have your your um, your basis for cooling methods all the way through, but attic spaces don't do that. Attic spaces are pretty much left bare and open, and then 
that's where you're going to have that whole area getting hotter than normal, especially if you have shingles. And um, if you have shingles, well, you're looking at about 126 degrees in the attic space. And then if you're looking at what a slate or tile roof material, then you're looking at um, probably about 90 to 96 degrees inside the attic space. And this is the basis for most attic spaces. will always be hot unless you add your additional installation. And it, it really depends on where it's located too. So insulation, we don't usually add insulation to garage overheads, just uh, other areas. Uh, so like the living room, the you know, and then if you have a sub area, of course, you can add insulation down underneath the house if you have a lifted foundation to help uh, ease the temperature inside. Take a look at all your options. Don't just um, look at one or two houses. Look at 10 to 20 houses and then identify.